Hello, welcome to episode three of In His Name podcast. This is Chloe. And this is Megan. Megan, can you believe that we're already on our third episode? <laughs> this is crazy. Um, well, we are going to just jump right into today's topic. Uh, we're going to be talking about fear. Megan, what do you think? How do you think today's talk is going to go? I think it's going to go great. Yeah. Um, last episode, we were talking a lot about anxiety. And I think a question that kept coming up in our mind is just, what's the difference between anxiety and fear? Mm-hmm. And there's so much to unpack when you're talking about fear. So I'm really excited for this episode and, you know, some of the things that we've been preparing and thinking through. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's going to be really good. Yeah. But one of the things we did want to start on is just, really giving a good definition for fear Mm -hmm. and then really looking at what's a godly and then an ungodly approach to fear. Mm -hmm. In the Bible, we hear people talk about the fear of God. And personally, I've always been confused by that statement because I've thought for my whole life, well, that's crazy. Like you're not supposed to experience fear. So Mm -hmm. what's this fear of God thing? Yeah. Um, But yeah, Chloe, do you want to go ahead and just start sharing about what is a good definition of fear. Yeah, I will do my best. (laughs) So, um, fear is an emotion. It's a human emotion that we all have. I talked about that last week as one of the core emotions that we have is fear. Um, and fear is basically, it's a perception of danger, whether that's real or imagined. Um, it could also mean like timidity or lack of confidence or courage. Um, but essentially it's, an emotion that's telling you that there's danger near and that's as easy as I can get to explain fear. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. It's a great definition. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that fear can sometimes be confused with anxiety because a lot of times it's felt the same way in the body. Like last week we talked about um, anxiety can feel like your heart is racing, uh, like you're sitting on the edge of your seat, just like waiting for something to happen. Um, you know, whatever the symptom in your body is. Um, and I think, yeah, fear and anxiety can come the same way, like in your body, but essentially anxiety can be triggered by fear and feel the same way. Um, but yeah, fear is just like the perception of there's danger near. And a lot of things, well, let me back up. When we talked last week, when we were kind of brainstorming about this, you had mentioned with fear, you can experience it in different type of situations, you mm-hmm. know, like physical fears or, you know, some some of your thought life, you know, mm-hmm. that can kind of stir up some fearfulness. And it's just interesting how there's such a range of things that can stir up that emotion of fear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we get afraid of so many things. Fear mm-hmm. of the future, uh, you know, fear of am I going to lose my job? Is my mom going to die? Like, mm-hmm. you know, very extravagant, um, and, you know, scary things like that. Um, we can get afraid of a car hitting us while we're in the crosswalk, um, afraid of, you know, getting into a car accident ourselves. Like there's so many things that can cause fear. Um, and it's hard to, and I'm obviously not an expert, but you can get into the like nitty gritty of, okay, is that actually worry versus fear? Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to that, <laughs> but um, yeah, there are so many different things that can cause the fear to come up mm-hmm. in you emotionally, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then not to give too much away, <laughs> but, um, um, earlier too, Chloe and I were talking about 
um, just some scripture that talks about the importance of taking every thought captive. Uh-huh. And I think a lot of times we can really dwell on fear and then it grows in our mind because mm-hmm. we're dwelling on these thoughts that are just stirring up fear. Yeah. So it's really just such a powerful thing that can affect how we're living our life if we're not careful. Right, right. And that goes into exactly what we were saying in our last episode too is like okay so you can experience fear but then what happens if you continuously ponder it I think that's when what we're going to get into in this episode is like Mm -hmm. the spirit of fear Mm -hmm. is allowing it to take over our thought process and um yeah just can continuously take over our mind and our thoughts and um I think that would be considered a spirit of fear if it's continuously in Mm -hmm. you Versus just experiencing fear of, oh, there's a car coming at me. I should probably get out of the way. Like, that's a healthy right. a yeah, healthy way to safe. Be, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but if we're going to continuously have this thought process of being fearful of everything, that's when it goes into a spirit of fear that the Lord has definitely not called us to have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think this is a good point to get into some different examples in scripture of how fear is used. Yeah. So one of the verses I found, it's in Isaiah 51, 12. Who are you that you are so afraid of humans who will die? And there's a lot of scriptures like this, too. You know, it's really putting us in perspective of how or what's the point in being scared of people who they're going to pass away just like you Mm -hmm. in comparison to the bigger picture. 2 Timothy 1, 7, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So that's another one where, um, you know, Paul's getting at the the spirit of fear being different from fear of God. And when you're looking at the original meaning of that word fear in the Greek, I'm probably going to say this wrong. It's delia, D-E-I-L-I-A. Sure. Something like that. Um, But it means timidity. So it's like Paul's saying he didn't give you this spirit of timidity. And when you're looking into that, if you have the spirit of timidity, that's like saying, you know, you don't have this confidence in the Lord and assurance in the Lord. It's, you know, kind of centering on yourself and you're feeling this um, timidity. Mm -hmm. And it's to the point where it's kind of controlling how you're responding to situations and living your life. Um, when you're experiencing that type of fear. And then he compares it to you have the a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. He's mm-hmm. saying, you know, that's the opposite yeah. of what your life can be like versus living in that spirit of timidity. Yeah. And then some other examples of fear in the Bible when it's focused on the fear of God. Proverbs 1-7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And then Proverbs 9-10, um, that's when it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Job twenty eight twenty eight, he said, behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom and to turn away from evil understanding. Proverbs fourteen twenty seven, the fear of the Lord is the fountain of life. First mm. John four eighteen, perfect love casts out fear. So I think it is interesting to compare how fear is used in all these different scriptures. Because like I said earlier, I think a lot of us grow up only thinking of fear as a bad thing that we need to pray against and we can't have this in our life. Mm -hmm. But you can't deny that a lot of the Bible is talking about there's a fear of God and it's a healthy type of fear. And he designed us to live with a fear of him 
And I think to a believer versus an unbeliever, we're going to perceive that very differently. Totally. You know, if you don't have a relationship with the Lord and this confidence in him, you're going to have a fear of the Lord that's like, I'm terrified. I'm scared. What's God going to do to me? Yeah. Because you're not having this healthy understanding of him as your father who's loving Mm -hmm. and full of grace. But when you see God as this father who's very graceful and then you have this fear of him, it's more of a reverence. So when you're looking at the root of the scriptures where it talks about the fear of God, Mm. a lot of times it's using um, the same word where there's this undercurrent of having this reverence of him Mm. as opposed to being um, scared or full of that spirit of timidity, like yeah. in Second Timothy 1, 7. But I will say at the same time, there's still scriptures where when it talks about the fear of the Lord, it's almost, well, actually sometimes they use the word dreadful or terrible or mm. full of awe. Yeah, And I think that's another hard aspect to grapple with. Yeah. Um, but I think it is worth bringing up and thinking about. But I mean, when you think about the Lord and how big he is and how amazing he is and how us as imperfect people who struggle with sin compared to God, I mean, we don't deserve all of his goodness. Truly. And that is kind of terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So there is still that element of uh, more of like the scaredness yeah, to fear. The emotion fear. Right. Yeah, yeah, the emotion of it. But at the same time, you have a healthy approach to the fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. So you're not dwelling on, I'm terrified. I'm going to go to hell. Right. <laughs> like this type of scaredness. Yeah. Um, you know, you also have this reverence of him and you also are acknowledging he's full of grace and I didn't deserve this. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a lot of layers that totally. go into the fear of the Lord. But yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Chloe? Yeah, well, uh, based off the verses that you shared, I find it really interesting that at least two of the verses that you shared just now are talking about how fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom or the beginning of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really cool um, thing to ponder because, well, first of all, I think we should probably talk about like fear of the Lord and how we experience that maybe in like a personal way um, so that we can then go into like, how is that the beginning of knowledge? Mm -hmm. Um, So like for me, um, fear of the Lord is also something that is really hard for me to really like officially grasp in my brain. Mm -hmm. And maybe we're not supposed to grasp it completely. That's a whole nother thing maybe. Um, But yeah, I grew up with fear being um, just a very, very core like strong emotion in my life I was very fearful of um what people were thinking of me what people were saying to me just like a a very fearful child and I'm growing out of that now in my adulthood but um fear was not a positive thing like you said earlier um and so when I was you know reading the bible and growing up and learning about fear of the lord that was super challenging for me um but now that I like understand that it is really just an awe and like reverence of the Lord um for me I experience like physical symptoms I guess and this is kind of embarrassing but I really don't care that much um so when I experience like personal um fear of the Lord it's um it's a very personal moment with the Lord of I kind of like almost feel like his Holy Spirit is just like all over me and I experience it in like heat. (laughs) Like I get really warm (laughs) 
when I'm like having a moment with the Lord. And um, I think honestly, like I've read books. Uh, you probably started reading Soul Care. I can't remember the author at this point uh, now that I'm putting myself on the spot. But he talks about like when people are experiencing healing, a lot of times it comes in the form of heat. Like wherever they're hurting, whatever's being healed is it becomes hot. And so I think that is that's definitely how I experience like fear of the Lord is I'm having like I don't even know how to like explain it fully because it's kind of unexplainable but just like the one-on-one I know without a doubt that he is right there with me and it feels like I'm just engulfed in the Holy Spirit and I feel just warmth all over my body um and then it's just the like almost feel like my brain is swimming like I'm not having thoughts of my own it's just of his truths and that's all that I can think about and like all I can think about is his goodness and how much I don't deserve all that he's done for me and all that he's doing for me um and so that's like my personal experience of fear of the Lord I don't know if you have yeah Yeah. well as you're talking to when you're explaining that it just reminds me of also experiencing the presence of God Mm -hmm. and I can't help but wonder if those overlap totally a bit yeah Um, but anyway I would say for me whenever I'm really experiencing that aspect of the Lord I just want to get low Mm. (laughs) I don't know just like kneel down or bow down um like you can't hold your own weight anymore I don't know yeah just wanting to like be in that posture of surrendering to the Lord I know a lot of times when I'm at home and just you know having my quiet time with the Lord I feel like there's something different about kneeling versus just sitting in my chair Mm. and that might be a personal thing but I don't know it's just you when you're come you put yourself in the perspective of how big and good he is Mm -hmm. there's just something that makes you just want to be in that posture of surrendering yeah to him or I don't know like in worship sometimes you just have to kneel or you know raise your hands there's there's a physical response with yeah. how your body's postured yeah. I think when you're in that presence of God yeah yeah that's so good and then I to like bring it back to my earlier point of the scriptures that you shared with the fear of the Lord being the beginning of knowledge and of wisdom I think it's exactly what you said of the overlap of fear of the Lord and like the presence of him mm-hmm. and how they're they come hand in hand because we don't know him we don't have any knowledge of him or any wisdom from him without being in his presence Mm -hmm. um and that's exactly where like the awe comes from is him just overwhelming us with his presence and with his goodness something that came to mind while you were talking chloe was in joshua 5 14 and it says after joshua was in the presence of god he fell on his face to the earth and worshiped him. And there's other instances Mm -hmm. in the Bible too, where people experience the presence of God and then they just fall down. And it's just interesting whenever something like that happens multiple times and you really have to pay attention to that and just, you know, wonder. Yeah. But yeah, there's such power in his presence and having this fear of him, this awe and reverence and it's so important that that is a part of our life yeah it definitely feeds our relationship with him it's essentially like what we've talked about before like if we're not getting to know someone we're not going to know them 
Like if we're not mm-hmm. spending time with them actively, like asking questions mm-hmm. and seeking them out and spending intentional time trying to get to know them, like it's not a relationship. It's not, we're not going to get anywhere. We're not going to know anything about them mm-hmm. without getting to know them. <laughs> so just like all a part of it. Yeah. Another question I've been asking myself and Chloe, you can weigh in on this too. Yeah. But with all of this in mind, how does this inform how we should view fear in mm-hmm. our everyday life? Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good question. Um, you know, like I said earlier, fear is an emotion that we're going to experience. Um, and so in light of fear of the Lord versus the emotion of fear, uh, it's really what we do with it. Exactly what we said last time of like what we do when anxiety comes up at us. Like, are we going to handle it? Are we going to engage the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, how do I proceed with this feeling that I have? Or are we going to let it take control over our thoughts? Um, and so in light of fear of the Lord, I do think that it's, and we both know and have come to the conclusion that it's different than the emotion of fear in our bodies that's telling us danger is near. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, we read that in the different like root words of the Greek that is used in the Bible too. Um, so I guess the question is, are you asking like, how should we experience the emotion of fear in our day to day or in light of this, like how do we walk in more godly fear? Right. How do we, ex- how do we handle experiencing that ungodly quote unquote okay. fear Yeah, in our life? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess to repeat myself again, what do we do with it? <laughs> what do we do when, when the fear comes up in us? Um, and so what we've come to terms with is having a spirit of fear overwhelms our thought patterns. It takes over our thoughts. It um, controls how we perceive the world. So if we're continuously fearful of what's going to happen, essentially we're building up this wall between us and the Lord who is our protector. One, like he he's going to look out for us so we don't have to be cons- consistently on guard for ourselves. Um, and it's uh, essentially kind of telling the Lord, like, hey, I don't trust you. I'm going to be afraid of everything. Um, so it, it binds us to anxiety. It binds us to worry because we are constantly aware of the dangers around us. Um, and, yeah, it just keeps us on guard against everything that we can perceive as dangerous. Um, and so that's why when we have this unhealthy fear that takes over our thought patterns, it's so, so important that we take our thoughts captive. Um, and we find that in first Corinthians 10, um, verses three through five, which says, for though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. So we take our thoughts captive, our thoughts of fear of whether it's a fear of the unknown, fear of something happening to our family members, whatever it is. 
um, we take those captives and we give them to Jesus and we say, we trust you. We trust the price that you paid on the cross for us. We trust your Holy Spirit to come in and and help us. Um, so, yeah, it's if I'm getting to the point of your question, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm rambling. <laughs> but when the spirit of fear takes over us, um, just sitting back, kind of like we talked about with anxiety, sit back and say, Holy Spirit, help me with this take these thoughts captive, take them out of my mind. Like, I want to trust you. I want to trust that you are protecting me, that you are here with me. You're not going to let harm happen to me. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, and it's definitely, you know, part of it, the Holy Spirit coming here to help us. And then also the other thing the Lord's given us is wisdom. Mm -hmm. So going back to how the Spirit, or no, what am I saying? The fear (laughs) of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Yeah. You know, he's giving us wisdom in how we live our everyday life. Mm -hmm. Whenever we're starting from this point of having a healthy fear of him Mm -hmm. and recognizing, you know, he's holy, he's just, Mm -hmm. this is who I am in comparison to him. Um, And again, it's part of our human experience as people, we are going to experience fear. Yeah. So it's not a matter of, am I? It's a matter of, when When. yeah and you need to be prepared to meet that fear right with the things the lord has given you yeah with wisdom and um praising him and you know all these things that you know go along with how you're interacting yeah yeah because yeah god gave us a healthy fear he gave us a healthy emotion of fear that protects us from harm uh, alarms us that harm is near um and so like I'm not going to just walk in the middle of the street or walk in a crosswalk and see a car coming towards me and it's not stopping and just like ponder the crosswalk. Like I'm going to be afraid and I'm going to get out of the way to protect myself. Like that is a godly, healthy fear reacting and just moving on. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, it's what we do with, okay, that just happened. So now am I going to be afraid to walk into every single crosswalk? Right. And when that happens, you know, that's when you take every thought captive to yeah. obey the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, when things are going unchecked and mm-hmm. going a little wild, <laughs> like you right. know, they're going in ways they don't need to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think exactly what you said, Megan, like when we start with a core and like a foundation of getting into his presence having an awe of him and letting that beginning of awe um, start by giving us wisdom and knowledge, um, like all of that wrapped into one, I think that the unhealthy fear becomes less and less and less Mm -hmm. because we trust in the person that we're spending time with and we know that he's our protector. Mm -hmm. He's someone who's trustworthy. He has full of grace, like all the things. Right. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, I love it. And to summarize what we talked about today, uh, we went over the difference between fear and anxiety. So fear is a perception of danger. Anxiety is a trigger telling us emotions are happening in our body. And we also went over the difference between um, a fear of God and then more of that unhealthy fear that is telling us we're scared. Mm-hmm. So those two instances of how fear is used in the Bible mm-hmm. and really wanted to emphasize too that the fear of God is really a reverence of him. It's a holy reverence of him and it's not scary. It's not a bad thing, mm-hmm. which I think 
a lot of us might um, assume just Mm -hmm. from that word fear. And we also emphasize what do we do in our life when we're experiencing that unhealthy fear? Mm -hmm. And then how does that relate to what we've learned from having this reverence of God Mm -hmm. and, you know, the, the fear of God being the beginning of wisdom. Yeah. Um, So that's a quick recap. Well, guys, thank you so much again for listening in this week. Um, We appreciate you so much. If you have any feedback to offer us, um, any questions you want to ask or um, just want to, yeah, discuss this topic of fear that we talked about this week, we would love to hear from you. Reach out to Megan or I on social media, Facebook, Instagram, however you can get a hold of us. Reach out, please. Um, And please leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate it just to gain some momentum to sharing the good word of abundant life in Jesus' name. Um, So thank you so much again for listening in. 